we know it's uh, caffeine's quite rapidly absorbed into the system. So within okay. sort of five to 30 minutes of, of having a, a cup of coffee. And so, you know, that heightens alertness, you know, uh, you know, the brain activity, that sort of thing. So if you've mm-hmm. got to do something that requires, you know, you to be more alert or, or concentrating, you could potentially use it in that way. Um, I think it's just when you when you over caffeinate yourself and how to come back from that, like that that could have the negative impact, um, you know, just with the jitters and the inability right. to focus. But I think initially on that first or second cup, potentially you might be able to use it to your advantage to just heighten um, the brain activity and your alertness. So we have a hack in the coffee industry where if we do whether ourselves or our customers are getting over caffeinated mm-hmm. we encourage them to eat a banana nice. um, be, uh, because of the potassium basically right this episode is proudly brought to you by mapper forwards workshop it's time to become a coffee consultant learn how to diversify your revenue streams and create freedom from your day job while saying goodbye to that alarm clock forever by becoming a consultant within the coffee industry or directly to consumers who have shifted towards home brewing and home roasting. Protect your income from challenging times in the coffee value chain by taking this course today. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for details. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode two of a five-part series where we're talking about workplace well-being, nutritional health, and the coffee industry. And joining me is Nicole Dynan, dietitian extraordinaire. Now, Nicole, we are going to be talking about caffeine in this episode and whether it's a stimulant. Well, we know it's a stimulant, um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, talk to us about all the, the caffeine-ness of coffee and the role that it plays in gut health. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here talking about this, Lee. It's one of my favorite subjects. <laughs> are you a coffee drinker, by the way? I am such a coffee drinker, oh, I can't even <laughs> tell you. <laughs> um, I just really think it is, it's kind of a mood critical part of everyone's day, isn't it? It's sort of mm-hmm. like I can't get out of bed without my coffee. I can't right. think before I have my coffee. You know, let's go for a coffee. Yeah. Like it's just um, highly linked to well-being, I think, for a lot of us. Yeah. Um, so, um, but it is a delicate balance, I think, as you alluded to there. So it's very much... Um, a stimulant, mm-hmm. so it may, it which basically means it increases activity in our brain and our nervous system. Okay. So, yeah, it works on um, our adenosine receptors. I don't want to get too scientific, but mm-hmm. basically helps us wake up and you know okay. they're trying to make us go to sleep. <laughs> um, but the other thing about it is it also increases stress chemicals. Um, you know, like cortisol and adrenaline in the body. So that's Mm -hmm. why it's a bit of a delicate balance. And it really, I guess, comes down to individual sensitivity and tolerances. Um, So, you know, in small doses for most people, it can make them feel refreshed. It can increase focus, productivity, which is what we've been talking about, that sort of thing. Um, but in larger doses, it can increase anxiety in some people, you know, that overstimulation, problems with sleep, that kind of thing. So um, I think it's really about trying to find that right balance for your own needs and body. 
I have so many questions. So, <laughs> I so, hope I can answer them. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I want to talk about, let me start here. When you, so typically an employee is, if that's working in the in a cafe, and a lot of humans in general, the first thing that they have is a coffee. Recently, the last couple of years, I've heard a lot of people talk about have your coffee after you've eaten something. Talk to me about the science behind that. Yeah, so a lot of people do sort of talk about that. Um, I don't know if there's actual science around that to say that you can't mm-hmm. have a coffee on an empty stomach, um, but certainly we know that when we wake up, we you know, we have different hormones at play in our body that just need a little bit of time to settle. Mm-hmm. Um, so often, you know, I'll just say to my clients, you know, have a glass of water when you wake up, you know, just take your time. Um, if you really just love a coffee to kick things off, just give your give your body time to wake up basically before you go and give it that, you know, that stimulant to expedite the process. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's not, it's not going to kill you to have a coffee, um, on an empty stomach, but I think it's just good practice to, you know, hydrate first, take your time, um, allow the body to wake up naturally. Right. And so when we're falling into a pattern of not eating and only drinking coffee, which is typically what happens with people in the coffee industry, because we're surrounded by coffee all the time, if we're constantly pumping our body with stimulants, and then usually waiting to, you know, eat later in the day. What kind of uh, response can your body have? Because it sounds like what you're saying is that coffee can activate a lot of cortisol and put us in a state of perhaps constantly being ready to attack, not attack, run. but <laughs> run. Run away. <laughs> Depending on your fight or flight mechanism and where that's at. So so what can that do? I mean, if we if we link it back to workplace wellbeing, how, do, how does all of that fit together? It's such a great, interesting question because um, I think you're absolutely right. A lot of people will grab a coffee, you know, as they're running out the door, then they'll grab another one on the mm. way to work if they're actually going to work that day. And so they could have had like three or four coffees before they're even contemplating food or maybe even six. Um, and so, um, yeah, like we were talking about before, it can have an impact on like that whole anxiety, mm. um, your ability to focus when you get to work, all that sort of thing. You can feel jittery. You're not actually um, really in the moment because your body's just really in overdrive um, firing. Um And then I think beyond that too, like I've had patients in the past referred to me for different health conditions and we've actually pinned it back to um, this style of uh, starting of the day. (laughs) Like it's basically intermittent fasting. So people are using coffee to subdue appetite. You know, they're fasting through till lunchtime, but they've already done their, you know, high intensity workout in the morning. So their body's just looking for a recovery meal Um, And so it's just one coffee after the next, after the next, after the next. And by the time they eat, they just can't get um, satisfaction. So they overeat because they're starving, um, you know, and then they end up binging on sweets in the afternoon. So the blood sugar levels are all over the place as well. Um, Yeah, so I've seen that impact cholesterol and I've 
seen it impact um, uh, iron levels as well because we know the tannins in coffee, um, you know, at high levels can deplete iron stores. So, yeah, we absolutely need to be careful not to overdo it. What does overdo and and this is my my other question, like caffeine sensitivity and how much is too much is from what I can see having worked in the industry for 20 years, it's so personal. Is Correct. there a relationship between <laughs> that and your gut microbiome? Like it, it is it personal on that level or is it genetic or is it hormonal? What's what's the role that that plays there? Um, there is like a um, genetic component um, mm-hmm. from the adenosine receptor point of view. There's also a body mass component, you know, um, the gut health and metabolism component, how like your body is metabolizing everything that goes in. Um, yeah, but there's also like a tolerance effect. So, you know, it, because it is a stimulant, it's like a drug in a way. The more mm-hmm. you have, the more you tolerate. So the more you then need oh, wow. to get the same effect. Um, so, yeah, so it can be very individual. So what you've observed is absolutely what we see um, in the literature as well. Um, but they, they generally speaking, would say, you know, three to four cups a day of coffee, like an espresso, um, 100 milligrams of caffeine, um, per cup, so 400 milligrams of caffeine per day is usually um, okay for most people. Four cups to me sounds like an awful lot of coffee. Like uh, It does to me too that body mass is part of it, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and what role does age play? And and like the because I imagine I hear a lot of women who are in perimenopause start talking about how caffeine is uh, really starting to impact them. I hear men that are around the same age. I have a theory that men go through perimenopause as well. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's really interesting what Might you can track. be a PhD track. in that. <laughs> there may be. But it's yeah. really interesting what you track when you watch people day after day go through a repeated habit mm. and you see yeah. them for 30 seconds a day. Um, yeah. And you start to pick up on certain things in different age groups. And yes, I really started. So hmm. I've really started um, over the years starting to notice that a lot of the things that were happening in, to women during a, a specific age group, usually around perimenopause, men yeah. were complaining about a very similar thing. And so I wonder if age plays a role in our sensitivity to caffeine as a stimulant. Um, that's that is a really great question. I've got a couple of theories which I would. Um, well, one of them I would have to come back to you on the science behind. Um, yeah, so the gut microbiome does change as we age. So okay. we basically, we we start to lose diversity in the microbiome as we age. So that's another good reason to make sure we're eating broadly, eating a wide variety of plant-based foods. You know, we don't need to be vegan or vegetarian, but we want to be supporting different populations of beneficial bacteria in the mm-hmm. gut. So I think that becomes more important as we get older. 
The other thing I was thinking was, ah, so, you know, perimenopause, we definitely know women have problems sleeping, Mm. um, hot flushes, all that sort of thing, or hot flashes if you're listening in America. (laughs) Um, And so, therefore, maybe they're not sleeping, so coffee becomes even more important. Yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe they're disturbing their partners as well, which might account for, you know, you seeing it across the board. (laughs) I'm not sure. Actually, that sounds about right. Right, right. Like Feasible obviously, theory. yeah. It's it sounds like a theory that could be, um, it, it might fit because just like fathers and mothers are being disturbed by their kids, you know, yes. newborn sleep. Yeah, it yeah. it sounds about right. Um, the the idea of it being a, a stimulant in the way that people approach these kinds of different eras of their lives. Um, is this something that you can use to your benefit? Like I've often wondered, and in the next episode we're going to talk about the idea of um, the health benefits of coffee, but when it comes to the side of it that's a stimulant, when we're talking about workplace wellbeing, is this something Mm -hmm. that people can use to their benefit and how would they, do you think that there's a way that they could do that? Uh, quite quite possibly, I think. Um, you know, we know it's uh, caffeine's quite rapidly absorbed into the system. So within okay. sort of five to 30 minutes of, of having a, a cup of coffee. And so, you know, that heightens alertness, you know, uh, you know, the brain activity, that sort of thing. So if you've mm-hmm. got to do something that requires, you know, you to be more alert or or concentrating, you could potentially use it in that way. Um, I think it's just when you when you over caffeinate yourself and how to come back from that, like that that could have the negative impact, um, you know, just with the jitters and the inability right. to focus. But I think initially on that first or second cup, potentially you might be able to use it to your advantage to just heighten um, the brain activity and your alertness. So we have a hack in the coffee industry where if we do whether ourselves or our customers are getting over caffeinated mm. we encourage them to eat a banana nice. um, be, uh, because of the potassium basically right um do you have any other hacks that you might be able to share with us um yes I don't off the top of my head to be honest but I'm gonna remember that one for yeah. sure I think so, possibly eating is a good is a good okay. thing yeah so so from a, a nutritional perspective, just eating something would help that process. Is that right? Well, I, I imagine so, particularly if you've been drinking coffee on an empty stomach, okay. you know, yeah. Um, and then plenty of water as well, you know, so making sure that you're, um, you know, it's good practice, I guess, to have a glass of water each time you have a coffee also. Not to say that there's really been a lot of evidence to suggest it's dehydrating um, in you know, standard amounts, like three to four cups, because you're actually ingesting fluid as water. well. Yeah. <laughs> mostly so, water. <laughs> yeah, mostly water. Um, but a lot of people think it's dehydrating, but it, you'd have to be drinking, you know, um, larger amounts to have that diuretic effect Okay. Um, where you're running to the bathroom for it to have any real impact on that, I think, over time. 
Well, that sets us up perfectly for the next episode where we're going to talk about the health benefits of, right. of coffee. So join us in the next episode, folks. Peace, love and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, friends. Please don't forget to show us some love by subscribing, liking, commenting, and most of all, sharing this podcast with your friends. Check the show notes for links, including our sponsors and our Patreon. And stay tuned for more great conversations on the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward.